Hey everybody, on today's episode I will be talking about my experience on my seventh clinical rotation of PA school, that being inpatient services. So the fun thing about this one is it was my first experience in the hospital setting instead of outpatient. So tune in, it's very different than the others, you don't want to miss it. Alrighty, so as I mentioned before, this rotation was my seventh one. It was my first, and I believe will be my only one, that actually takes place in the hospital setting. I wasn't sure how that was going to be. I've worked, of course, before as an emergency room scribe, but I was excited to get back into the hospital setting for the first time since becoming a PA student. A little nervous about it because it is at University Hospital, which is a large trauma center and a teaching hospital, of course, that's affiliated with my university. And I had, of course, not really had much experience inside there aside from a couple shifts in the ER there when I was in EMT school and things of that sort a couple of experiences in another course as well for PA school but nothing like a full-blown rotation so the other unique thing about this rotation was the schedule my reporting time was 5 50 a.m you heard that right I had to be there ready to go ready to get the day started by 5 50 in the morning and my end time was 2 p.m The good thing was usually I was done by noon because, as I'll mention in a bit, this rotation is a little bit different than the others. So once I got done with my charting on the patients that were assigned to me, then I essentially was able to go home. So that was pretty good. Uh, Of course, waking up before 5 o'clock in the morning is not ideal, nor is it (laughs) something I was used to at the time. Thankfully, I have the background of teaching English to students in China. So I have, you know, of course, worked at five, four, even three o'clock in the morning on weekdays before when I was doing that job. However, it had been a a couple months at least since I've done that because China changed their laws, unfortunately, not allowing or teachers rather from other countries anymore. Uh, Yeah, long story short. But (laughs) so waking up very early was the hardest part of this rotation the good thing is like I said usually done by noon so that allowed for lots of nap time before it was time for me to go pick up my daughter I was able to get in a nap get in some studying and then go pick her up from school around 4 to 5 p.m. because she is in the after school program of course that has been very helpful otherwise I would have to get her by I believe 245 250 every day and that's just not something that's doable right now as a single parent in PA school for me. Now of course on this rotation my two preceptors yes I actually had two so that was something different it's because my preceptors work seven on seven off so because I am there essentially three and a half weeks I'm with one for the first seven that they're on then the other then the other so they were both nurse practitioners they work seven or not seven they work 12 hour shifts for seven days straight so their schedule was a little different than mine 
However, like I said, they are both nurse practitioners. One of them worked as an RN in University Hospital, so she was very familiar with the hospital and how it runs. And the other one worked as a in a cardiology clinic, I believe, as a nurse practitioner before coming on. She had been there, I believe, under a year, so a little newer in regards to our setting, but she was, of course, they were both very knowledgeable, very, you know, very well capable at their job. And I genuinely enjoyed both of them. They had differing personalities. One had a bigger personality than the other. They're both females. Like I said, both nurse practitioners, both a little bit older than me, but not anything crazy older. So I was able to relate to them, hang out with them, really kind of form almost a friendship with them and have some bonding moments, which of course was amazing, right? And, uh, but of course one had a quieter, sweet persona. The other one was more large and in charge persona. So it was nice to see how the other members of the team interacted with each of them and their varying personalities. But ultimately I genuinely liked both of them and I liked that kind of dichotomy that I got by working with both of them as well and just learning from both of them really they were both very knowledgeable and overall fun I liked this rotation a lot more than I thought I would I went into it not really knowing what to expect not knowing if I was gonna like it thinking maybe perhaps I wasn't I've never really seen myself working in a hospital setting as a PA but if I had a job like this I probably would be open to something like that However, this uh, job where I was at, it was just the two nurse practitioners, so not sure if they're PA friendly in that regards or what, but something similar to that I could see myself in. However, of course, I still have my favorites of psych and derm in the outpatient setting, so we'll see where I end up, but this would be a great other opportunity for me, something like this. Now, the majority of our patients we were in charge of the podiatric patients so the patients who were getting admitted for something related to a podiatry concern so it was really nice to be able to work alongside the residents who were the podiatry residents whichever one was on call they were our point of contact they would run through the list of patients with us give us all of the updated information on each on each patient what their plan was in regards to any upcoming surgeries or if it looks like they were going to be discharged or not on their end. And then we also worked, another interesting thing of this rotation was that we also worked alongside the residents, so the physician residents, the MDDOs, and they took all of the other patients who were not podiatry, but we did work alongside them as well. Uh, just kind of getting report from them every morning when we would come in. The ones who worked overnight, they would tell us any critical or pertinent events that happened with our patients, kind of just go through how they were doing, any updates and that's things of that matter, which was really cool to be able to work alongside so many residents, both from those and the pod- the podiatry residents as well. In our little office where we worked, we actually worked alongside two RNs and a pharmacist. Uh, So it was really nice to kind of have those people right there to just ask 
pharmacological questions to the pharmacists, ask other logistical questions to the RNs. It was something unique about this rotation that I haven't had in other rotations. So something that is unique to the hospital setting and especially in a teaching hospital where we would have grand rounds every morning. We would tune in via Zoom because it was in the room next door and there were a lot of people in there. Sometimes we would go in person if it was something really pertinent to us. And it was nice to get to see the pharmacy students give a presentation on different topics or just listen to the physicians and the residents as they discussed other patients on their patient load. And just a ton of learning going on, right? So something unique to a teaching hospital that I very much so enjoyed as well. In regards to other pros, right, other good benefits from this rotation, I felt, one, of course, I'm a foodie, so I really liked the cafeteria food, believe it or not. Wasn't super pricey. It was great to go down after rounding on patients and get some breakfast tacos, get some Dunkin' coffee, (laughs) get, you know, they even had the handmade omelets and of course then later on going and get lunch if we wanted to so I really very much so enjoyed that and another positive thing about this rotation that I enjoyed was that you kind of work at your own pace so once you're done rounding on patients we would usually meet get report from the residents get our things ready go me and my preceptor go find the patients on our list We had up to 10 patients a day. Some days were slower. Sometimes I think the lowest we ever had was about three or four maybe. And that was a great, easy, chill day. Usually it was about five to eight was on average. But of course we had up to 10 some days, just depending on how busy it was, how many patients were there with podiatric concerns admitted to the hospital. But anyways, we would round on the patients around 6.30, 7am, do that for about an hour or so depending on how how things went with each patient and then come back review what we what we went over and then just start charting we would chart on the patients making their documentation putting in lab orders that needed to be run reviewing orders that had already been put in making sure medications were properly being adjusted their antibiotics IV antibiotics pain meds even stool softeners, things of that nature, making sure their diet was adjusted as needed because if they were going to surgery, then we wanted them MPO and we wanted to hold their anticoagulants and things of that matter. So just all adjusting that, making sure we had a great treatment plan as well as updates on each of their as well as their chief complaint and their other complaints that they were in there as well, whether it be a diabetic foot infection or sepsis, an amputation that happened, or osteomyelitis, a couple of endocarditis patients, patients with history of IV drug use. Uh, we even had a patient who had an ins- a non-STEMI right, going on. That was kind of crazy. Patients with extensive cardiac history, history of MI, CAD, cabbage you name it they've probably had it so that was really nice to get experience with all of that and I love charting it was nice to me to kind of make their note super detailed to work at my own pace sometimes we'd put on Pandora eat our food at the same time make phone calls as we needed to whether it be to the cardiology 
fellows or the pharmacist on a different floor or the RN in charge of a certain patient to ask them a question about whatever it is that we needed if they were on telemetry or not and things of that that nature was really really unique and interesting and a good learning experience for me so once we finished with our charting my preceptor would review my charting tell me what to fix or what to adjust here and there tell me what I was doing good or doing well or not so well on and then I would make those adjustments and after that once I finished on all my patients then I was essentially free to go for the day that way I could go home relax study and get ready for the next day so that autonomy was something I really enjoyed about this rotation as well as working with two different preceptors of course the food right like I said (laughs) and of course just that multi career focused health professional unit that we were with the pharmacists and the RNs and the residents it was really really cool to see everyone working as a unit interprofessionally Now, some not-so-cool things, the cons, I would say, of this rotation would be, of course, the early mornings. No one likes having to be across town at the hospital at 5.50 in the morning, but it is what it is, and (laughs) you, essentially, I got used to it. By the third week, I was kind of on a routine, and if I had my coffee most days, I was pretty good. My mind would wake up by about 9 (laughs) a.m., but... Of course, another thing was the parking uh, at this hospital. You do have to pay to park. So it kind of adds up having to go every day and pay to park. Unfortunately, they don't allow parking permits to students from my university because since our university is essentially next door, they assume we have parking permits. However, when you're in clinical year and you're broke and you're only going on campus one or two days out of the month, most of us don't pay for parking permits anymore we just pay the five dollars the one or two times out of the month to park on campus so I was one of those people who didn't have a parking permit so I was kind of sol in that situation but it's I made the best of it (laughs) and then another thing was not having computer access to the EMR so I would have to chart under my preceptors login not really a big deal but it did cause you know some more things having to call IT asking them why I didn't have access apparently it was like a bigger thing than just with me it was more of a system-wide thing going on so that was unfortunate that that did not get fixed throughout that entire the entirety of my rotation but of course something out of my hands didn't really affect my learning experience too much so just another potential con from this Now, some tips I would say, right, try to get used to those early morning wake-up calls, try to get on a good bedtime routine, get used to the long days. Thankfully, most of them weren't as long as expected. Uh, Make the most of those interprofessional environments. Utilize those people around you, like utilize the doctors, utilize the podiatrists, utilize the pharmacists, utilize the RNs, literally whoever is there, try to utilize them. Everyone has something to add and a different wealth of knowledge than you, so might as well tap into it and utilize them while they're there for free and hopefully willing to help you out.
And then, of course, with the whole login credentials thing, if you're able to try to make sure that they work prior to your first day so you don't end up like me, hopefully, without computer access the entire rotation. (laughs) Sad face. Now, in regards to the EOR for internal medicine, that's the one we took on our inpatient services. Thankfully, this was my second time taking that EOR, so I wasn't as nervous about it. Uh, Of course, we do take the PAEA exams, so I believe the exam is pretty straightforward in regards to the questioning. Uh, Of course, it's a lot of material, a ton of information, but if you're able to get the gist, I believe it's pretty surface level, in my opinion. Very similar to the family medicine rotation. I would say those two are the most similar out of all the ones that I've taken so far. The way I like to study, I like to split it up a little bit each day. So yes, I do study every day, but I only study maybe like an hour, sometimes less, sometimes more each day versus someone who only studies on the weekends and they have to study for eight hours. I just don't have that bandwidth in me, that willpower. I can can force myself to sit down for an hour or two, but I can't. It's like pulling teeth to get myself to sit down and study for a whole day. And, of course, it's not as practical having a little six-year-old that I have to take care of, of course, right? So the things that I do, as I mentioned before, in regards to prepping, and which have really helped me be successful so far, thankfully, thank God, knock on wood, I've passed all my exams. I've done really, really well on them. I'm proud and happy to say. So what I do is I utilize a YouTube series by a prior PA student named Stephanie V. She essentially goes over Pants Prep Pearls, but it's nice to have that audio format to be able to listen to it. Even if I want to close my eyes in my bed or while I'm driving or when I'm just parked in my car at my daughter's lesson or what have you, it's a lot easier for me to just listen to something on YouTube. I, of course, I also use Smarty Pants, right? I really like to just kind of get the gist of the information, go through those pearls that they have, get that kind of groundwork going. And then after that, I like to do rush review questions. I try to do 20 to 25 a day, depending on the rotation, depending on my schedule. And then from those resources, anything that I don't feel very confident in or that I'm not getting wrong or that I just want to study more, I make into Quizlet cards and study those a little bit each day leading up into my EOR. The week of my EOR, I like to have everything studied already. That way I can review all of my flashcards one more time, review, review those high yield things or those things that I'm, you know, are my weaker points right before. And I like to take a boost exam on Rosh. So I usually take that the weekend before, review my wrong answers, review, review, review as much as I can. And it's been working well, so hopefully it'll go well for me. My next rotation coming up, which is women's health. So I'm really excited about that. It's very different from my other ones. I've, Like I said, I've given one pap smear to a real life patient and then one to a paid patient. So I'll be getting a ton more experience with that. Hopefully get to help out deliver some babies when I'm on my OB block. But I will be at University Hospital again. I believe the way this rotation works, we do two weekend day shifts, two weekend night shifts in OB, and then we do two weeks in 
the women's health clinic at one of the clinics that is affiliated with the university hospital here in town. So I'm excited to learn a lot. OB and women's health is one of my weaker areas. So I'm already kind of prepping a little bit with my studying for that because I know, like I said, that's one of my weaker areas. (laughs) Despite being a woman, despite having had a child myself, you'd think I'd be a pro at this, but it just goes right over my head. I don't know. We're so complicated as women. Our anatomy and physiology and just everything is a lot. (laughs) But so I will be studying a lot for that. Right now I'm currently on my three-week vacation, the longest stretch of vacation that we have until we graduate in December. So I'm very much so enjoying some downtime, some family time, some time to catch up on other life things outside of PA school and just utilizing a little bit of that time to study as well so I don't spend all day on Netflix, right? (laughs) And of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, please, please, please don't forget to leave a five-star review. It really means a lot. I will shout you out on Instagram. Just tag me if you want. If you don't want the shout out, perfectly fine, but the reviews honestly do help promote the podcast, so share it with anyone that you know who might be applying to PA school, thinking about the PA profession, or even is a PA student like me. The more people I can reach, the more people it can help, hopefully, and the more we can spread the word about the PA profession and everything PA-related. So, of course, I have that giveaway coming up soon once I reach 5K on Instagram. If you're not following me already, you can follow along at PA underscore Liera. That's PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. I always get back to you if you reach out to me. I've had people that I've helped with their personal statement, editing, I've had people just answering general questions that they have about applying to PA school, what it's like in PA school, this, that, and in between. I will do my best, of course, to answer your questions. And of course, if you are still needing the discounts on your Med by Live gear or my PA box, if you're someone who's applying, check them out. If you're in PA school, of course, check out Picmonic. That was like my go-to during didactic to help me remember and study the information in an easy way, video format. I'm all about the different medias. And then, of course, the PA platform as well, the holy grail of PA resources. You can all get up to 10 to 15% off with my code PA underscore Liera, PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. So as always, guys, don't forget to reach out, leave a review, let me know what you like or don't like or want me to talk about in the future. I'll be doing my next episode on my primary care rotation review of that. Don't forget to tune in. That'll be coming out soon. And of course, until then, I hope you have a great day. Good luck if you're applying and good luck with all of your endeavors, guys. All right. Bye.